Welcome everyone to the We Believe podcast. This is a ministry of Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas. Joining me this evening is Brother Danny and Miss Sally Alegria. Guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're pleased to have you guys join us. And um, we've got uh, you guys and, of course, the teens that will be singing some songs for us. So we're excited to hear that. And so I guess why don't we start, guys, by um, maybe first you, Brother Danny. Um, what's your background as far as church and when you got saved? And right, right. Well, I've I'm, I'm been a member here at Heritage Baptist Church uh, for about a year and a half. And uh, Yeah, so I was going to ask you guys. It's been that long ago then. You're right. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. I think uh, COVID has kind of shrunk up the timeline and everything. Right. And it just doesn't seem like it's been that long. But actually, it, it has. Um, and uh, we uh, we came on, uh, like I said, about uh, about the, it was about the middle of the summer of uh, the previous year, mm-hmm. and uh, we just kind of uh, jumped right in. We saw that this was a, a, a growing, thriving church and a lot of opportunities to serve, and basically we just raised our hands, and say, "Hey, we're available. You know, whatever you need, just uh, just let us know." And so, uh, one of the first things uh, that we that we jumped into was the uh, the soul winning. It yeah. was something I really hadn't done a lot of uh, at the last church I was at, but I could immediately see how important it was, and I, and I really wanted to get my girls involved. Mm-hmm. And we have, uh, at the time, had three teenage daughters. Well, we still have three teenage daughters. I guess the oldest is still a teenager, right? right? But she's off at college. When, when they're an adult, it's they're still a teen, but you don't put them in that like teenager category. Right. Where you're, right. You know. So, and how, how is she doing? She's doing good. We hear she's doing good. Yeah. <laughs> I see some of her posts and everything. She looks like she's having fun with her friends and having a great time. And, yes, yes. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, she, uh, when she first went up there, she wasn't sure what to expect, of course, had yeah. never been away from home, but I see she's thriving. She has a lot of friends. And, uh, and yeah. more, most importantly, though, I can see that um, she's she's getting training. She's getting equipped yeah. uh, for, for service in the ministry. Uh, not that you absolutely have to go to college to do that anybody can serve in the ministry uh in different capacities however uh, we really feel like her being up there is really going to prepare her for mm-hmm. the the future uh whenever she gets to um, finding god's will for her life truly she'll be prepared and uh, that's really what, what i'm hoping to see and so did you and you talked about when once you guys joined the church and get involved with soul winning um, were you saved at a young age? Or were you more like you know, an adult teen? What? I was saved at the age of 16. It was in October okay. of 1988, mm-hmm. uh, so a long time ago. But, way uh, back now. Yes, back. way back. Okay. In, well, well into the last <laughs> century. Uh, no, but uh, un- I, I was saved, but unfortunately, and I'm certainly not proud of it, but it did take quite a few years to get faithful to church. Mm-hmm. Um I actually uh, didn't become baptized, uh, take that step of obedience and baptism until about 11 years later, kind of got derailed, uh, packed off to college. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing you can do if you're not grounded in the Word is to go off to a secular college. That's the absolute worst thing you can do, young people. But anyway, whatever the case, though, I mean, God was merciful, and I came across a small uh, Baptist church in Cal Allen where mm-hmm. I started. Uh, my brother was, was going there, and... Uh, got under some good preaching finally and realized I needed to be uh, baptized and that was a big step I mean I really feel like I really was not in obedience to God period until I became baptized and that's how what I believe about baptism now you've got to take that step of baptism uh, in order to fully be obedient to the Lord and discover his will for you and and then I found out that uh, 
God had all these blessings for me that I didn't even know about, couldn't even imagine until yeah. I followed in that, in that, took that step of baptism. Mm -hmm. And it was shortly after that, very shortly after that, that I met my wife, uh, yeah. Sally. So Sally, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt him for a second and do your job for you. No, um, <laughs> what? So because you're you're a, a an Ohio girl, is that right? Yes. So because we're you know Danny's a Texas boy, and you know grew up here, and obviously went off college, and but you guys met. So what? Tell me a little bit about um, your church upbringing and what what it was like for you up there in in the Northeast. Um, I grew up in a small local area. I didn't actually grow up in the town where. Uh, the church was. I grew up in a nearby town, but mm -hmm. it was it's a small church. It's called Faith Baptist Church of Lynchburg, Ohio. Mm. And um, I think that for me uh, and my sisters, we are grateful for the ministry of the pastor there. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no best ministry, but he of his own accord uh, would go around and, and pick up kids in, in their van and take oh, them to church. Yeah. And we were a part of that. Um, my parents, at least my dad, was not saved at that time. And when Brother Miller went door knocking, he came across my family. And and so he started taking my mom and my sisters to uh, church. And that was even before I was born. My mom. Uh, oh, wow. So this was before you. Okay. So yeah, they already started going. My mom was pregnant with me. Okay. And so it just, it was, it just went from there and we often my sisters when we talk about it we wonder how our lives would have been so drastically different yeah. not knowing the gospel message so we were very thankful for brother miller for seeing the need to bring people into the church mm. and so gradually one by one each of my family members became saved and so Amen. i i became saved um i think it was around december of 1978. Wow. When I was about eight years old, that's when I became so saved. you got 10 years on you there, brother. Yes, yeah. As far yes, as being saved, so. Yeah, you got some yeah. catching up to do. I don't know how you're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what, what you've probably picked up, though, is that Sally and I obviously had very different backgrounds. Sure. Um, she was practically born into it, if, if you want to put it that way, although yeah. it did take some, some, some time for her to grow up and, and become saved, and whereas I really didn't get involved in church till I was 27. Yeah. Pretty late in life, but like I said, I thank God that he was patient with me and Amen. still gave me an opportunity to, to serve, and uh, I certainly appreciate that. So you, it's a, you guys have a similar story to, to my wife and I as far as, I mean, same thing. I think she was probably in church the Sunday after she was born. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys might be able to attest to that. You've <laughs> known her longer than me. Um, <laughs> why don't we introduce our first song by the teens. The song is uh, This Blessed Old Book. So, Brother Danny, any background about this song, particularly why, why do you like it for the teens? And, and Sure. Uh, a lot of these songs that we select for the teens were are songs that we're familiar with when, when we were at uh, the church we came from. Okay. And so this was one that we really liked. It means a lot to us. It talks about the Bible. Um, it talks about the, the changing, transformative power of the Bible. Amen, yeah. And you'll hear that in, in the words, and uh, it's something that needs to be true for every Christian. All right, well, without further ado, yeah. the Heritage Baptist Church Teen Choir with this blessed old book.
So that was this blessed old book. The teens obviously did a great job. I love the song, and I appreciate the intro. So let's get back to your story because now you know I'm intrigued. I'm, a, I'm an intrigued listener. I guess let's fast forward to uh, when you guys met, Miss Sally. You were living in Ohio at the time still, so yes, y'all had to pack up, get down to Te- Tejas <laughs> as soon as possible. Yes. Uh, how, so how was that then? Um, we met actually face-to-face the first week in July of 2000. Okay. And um, we clicked. And shortly after, we decided that we were going to get married. And Mm -hmm. so we we married in October. Yeah, and happy anniversary, by the way. Just belated, you guys did your 20th Mm -hmm. anniversary and renewed your vows. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was a complete surprise to me. (laughs) (laughs) That was neat. So. Yeah. Uh, Coming here is... um, it, it was hard at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I had grown up in that area, lived the first almost 30 years of my life over there, yeah. and had a job and family and friends and church family, and it, it was a difficult, like I guess I should say an easy decision, but it's also difficult at the same time because sure. I was starting a brand new life and didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what I'd find here, mm-hmm. except that I believed that God fulfills his promises, and so I, I believed that this was something that God wanted me to do. And so you guys have three girls, and um, yes. all teens, one off at college, mm-hmm. uh, two that are here, and I, my understanding is are the your younger two are in the school? Yes, they, they attend the, the academy. academy here at Heritage. Yeah, and that, that was, was that new for them for this year for the school? You're going to the academy, right? Yes, um, they had always been homeschooled mm-hmm. up until this point and I mean truth be told if, if Heritage Academy wasn't there we'd still be homeschooling them yeah. obviously uh, but we we like the format um, at the school very it matched pretty much what they were already doing uh, with the Abeka mm-hmm. uh, curriculum but more than that um, it, it, it was all part of just the, the the change that was happening in our lives at the time mm-hmm. we had changed churches and I knew that God had new experiences for us in store and one of them for the girls anyway was going to school for the first time yeah. going to a school 
with friends uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and going through all of that, running by a schedule, a tight schedule, and uh, getting up early in the morning and wearing a uniform and all the things that come with school. It's they good had, times. And, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's part of me that, wish that wishes that Belia had had that opportunity as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's not how it worked out. And But now she's pretty much going through the same thing, going to college. Yeah. She's, for the first time, following a schedule and the rules and yeah. interacting with, uh, you know, other people. And it's been good for her. Um, it's neat that she's able to be there and we've, and there's a couple other girls, you know, from our church there also. Right. You know, I don't know how long each of them will attend, but but it's nice that they're able to go there together. And I know my uh, sister-in-law is one of them. So right. <laughs> they, <laughs> they're the trio up there. Um, so, but uh, I can tell they're all really having a good time and, and obviously getting a, a great Christian education up there. So <clears throat> I guess talk to me, guys, a little bit about once you knew that, that God wanted you guys to join the church and I mean you felt like that was definitely you know his will for you guys um, obviously you know you got involved you know right away I mean Miss Sally playing the piano in the Oregon and brother Danny you, you guys have taken on now leading the adult choir the teen choir what was it specifically about that maybe just the music ministry in general that that you know you're really drawn to well you know I'm going to be perfectly honest with you the music ministry was not at all what I thought I'd be doing when we came to Heritage. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We love it. I mean, we love being in the music ministry. What I'm saying is when we first came here, we, we truly came with no expectations. Mm-hmm. We had come from a situation where we were pretty much involved in just about everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's very common in very small Baptist churches. But coming over here, we really didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I was pretty, very, very much of the attitude, you know, Lord, whatever you have for me, let me, I'll just plug, plug in where you know where you can voluntarily, and then whatever they ask me to do, that's what I'll do. Yeah. But I didn't expect it to be music. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was interesting. Um, uh, we, we, uh, we had a different pastor at the time. You remember Pastor mm-hmm. Atwood? And yeah. I, I know that he was, uh, he was somewhat familiar with some of the things uh, Sally and I had done. Uh, at our previous church and mm-hmm. so and then uh, I had an opportunity to sit down and talk with our current pastor uh, back when he was our youth pastor and I just kind of let him know more or less what, what, what the different things that we had done uh, music wise and not just music wise but all the different things that we had done yeah. at, at the other church because I wanted him to know whatever he wants us to do we're willing to do it it's, so one of the first things he he asked us to do was to take over the teen choir mm-hmm. and you know he uh I could tell he wanted us to uh, put our hearts into it, bring some energy to it, mm-hmm. uh, and so we we got involved. But you know, all the energy actually comes from the kids. They're, right, they are amazing. Uh, They're a good group. Yes, it, they are. They they, <laughs> they are incredible. They love to sing. Yeah. Uh, and you and you get the sense when they're singing, they truly are praising the Lord. I know that when I was first learning how to play piano, mm-hmm. my whatever gift that God gave me, my gift was really just for me. Mm. I I never expected that I would play for any church at all. I grew up at a church where there were plenty of piano players and uh, we were involved in music from the time I was little. There was Mm -hmm. the grassroots choir and the Mm -hmm. teen choir and, you know, just the adult choir from one choir to another. And so music was important. But at that time, I was just learning how to play. But for me, that was my connection. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it was my own personal worship of God at that time. So it's important to know that we can worship God with, with music and, and honor and, and praise his name through yeah. music. 
Well, speaking of music, uh, let's take another break uh, in the interview process. And I want to go to the second song here. And this song is entitled Turn the Tide. I love this song. I love when the teens sing it. Um, So, Brother Danny, maybe just a little background on the song and and why you chose it. Turn the Tide was a song that we were familiar with, Mm -hmm. uh, but also a song that, that means a lot to us. I believe it's a very relevant song for our times. Yeah. Time of uh, political upheaval, social upheaval, moral decline that you see in in our uh, nation. And what the song talks about is, you know, there's really only one answer for that. And it's not our politicians. It's not the president. It's the Lord. People need to turn back to God. Amen. Yeah. Here's the Heritage Baptist Teens with Turn the Tide.
talked a little bit about your background in church, um, when you each got saved, how y'all met, how you've gotten involved here in the church. Having three daughters, what, what does it mean to you to, to have a, a place to serve like Heritage Baptist Church and knowing that your girls are getting the, the right message? To me, it's a, a relief, a, a blessing to know that there are people of like faith that are giving the girls the instruction that they needed. It's not just coming from me. Uh, they were homeschooled all of their lives, and they've done without certain things like the social interaction with other kids. And but um, I, I just consider it such a blessing. To me, heritage is like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. It's a relief. It's a feel, when you walk in, um, you can genuinely leave your cares behind. Right. And the people here, they support one another, and I, I like that. I like that aspect that the girls, where I may have lacked, because as a mother, that's one thing that a mother does worry about. You try to overcompensate for the things that you fear that you're not providing for your child. Mm-hmm. But here, there's so many people here that are their support system. Yeah. That if they're going through a problem, they don't have to just come to mom or dad. They have many people, such as the pastor or the pastor's wife or or the other people here. And to me, that that is my great relief, that there's nothing lacking now. Especially what she said about, you know, now their instruction is, it's not just coming from us. I mean, yes, parents have a primary responsibility, obviously, to right. educate your children. However, it's good that it's also coming from a network of people that they respect like Brother Rusty and Miss and Miss Gina and yeah. and Pastor and Miss Tracy and and really all the women of the church help to guide and mold all of the children. It's it's just it reinforces what they're getting at home. And and to be honest, what what, what Sally kinda hinted at too, it also kinda fills them for maybe some gaps where maybe we didn't uh mm-hmm. quite cover everything. It's hard to be a perfect parent. I'm sure uh, every every parent understands oh, that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. uh Parenting our girls has, uh, for for anyone, parenting is is a, is a learning process, and um, you know I, I grew up all boys myself, yeah. you know, so that's uh, right, yeah. That w- I didn't know how I was going to handle that. I didn't know it was going to happen for the for, for one thing, but then after a while, as a parent, I'm going to have all girls, and oftentimes I know I was uh, hard on them, and then sometimes Sally would kind of interrupt me and say, hey, they're not boys. That's <laughs> and, right. right. Like, they can that's handle it. it. Yeah, and I'm, really, I'm like, well, that's the way my dad raised me, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've had to uh, I've had to learn, you know, how to deal with young ladies. But I like that they get to see everything that we've tried to teach them. They see it in action here. Mm-hmm. The standards of behavior, the standards of even the standards of dress, sure. and all of those things kind of come together, the standards of music, just how you're expected to behave as a young Christian lady, they get to see it uh, modeled 
in in the ladies here not that they didn't have that at the other church we were at but what i'm saying is is that now it's in a more um, structured environment them going to school right. being part of the academy being part of ministries that are geared towards the young people mm-hmm. um there's something that's something new for us and, and i'm 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 glad that pastor trusts me with the things that he he gives mm-hmm. me I do feel like I'm in over my head sometimes. <laughs> Aren't we all? And, <laughs> yes. And uh, almost every time, uh, right before service, I'm up there in my seat praying with my hymn book in my hand, and I'm, and I'm praying to God to uh, uh, help me sing, Lord, because I don't know how I'm going to do this without you. And it's still that way. Brother Danny, we're going to introduce the song Holy Ground. So maybe give us just a, a quick little tidbit about the song. Is there some background behind why you chose it? Sure. It was uh, right after a the tent revival that we had here at Heritage. Uh, mm-hmm. Brother Rusty preached one night, and the subject of his uh, preaching was uh, holy ground, is yeah. what he, he preached on. And he preached on it as a, a place where you get spiritually to uh, confronting what God would have you do in your life, mm-hmm. um, following the will of God. That was a, a great theme of, of his message. And so right after that, Miss Sally um, said, hey, that should be our next song, Holy yeah. Ground. God grants us a unique privilege as Christians to approach Him directly. Mm. But when you do that in faith, you're standing on holy ground, you know, and you, you need to be ready to accept His direction. And maybe not necessarily what you want to do, but what is God's will. And so that's, that's a, a, a little bit of what uh, inspired this song.
appreciate you guys coming in, getting the teens prepared to sing some of these songs. Uh, they're, they're great songs, and I must say, anytime the teens sing, uh, it just it just lights up the service. They, they, they make us look like we know what we're doing, basically. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's not us, it's them. Uh, no, they, they, do, they just do such a good job, and uh, and I think it's it's a good testimony for our church, especially like you're saying for visitors. They can see mm -hmm. that it's a yet yet another sign that this church is alive. I love every part of the, the music ministry, whatever pastor has for me to do, I'm, I'm more than willing to do it, but there's just something about working with those teens mm -hmm. that I love. The light in their eyes, the, the fire that's burning, that they know that they want to worship God, and and, and it's genuine, yeah. and it's, it's amazing because these are teens who are going to soon to be adults themselves, and knowing that their life could be a life of ministry, yeah. of service to other people too, and, and many of them already are saying that that's what they want to do. So I'm very happy to yeah. know these kids. Yeah, praise the Lord. Uh, I think we could all say the same thing, and that's probably one thing that's been that's resonated through different people that I've spoken to, whether it's a visitors or, or even visiting preachers or whoever is. They've, they've always got great things to say about our young people. And so you're right, Brother Danny, that is definitely a testament to how alive the church is. Mm -hmm. To have a, a strong youth group like that, I think it only bodes well for the future of our church. And yes. They are the future, right? Yes, yes they so, are the future. Definitely. Amen. Well, guys, again, thank you so much for coming in. Miss Sally, it's been a pleasure. It was fun. Brother Danny, <laughs> yes, it was fun. It uh, was we, fun. We thank the teens. Uh, they did a great job in singing the songs. Again, this has been Stories from the Pew with the Alegrias and the Teens.